Good afternoon and welcome to the Friday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll hear from Keystone Agricultural Producers President Bill Campbell. And up first in today's country comments, we'll check in with Dennis Lang, the province's pulse specialist. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada's Research and Development Centre in Morden hosted a dry bean tour this week. Provincial Pulse Specialist Dennis Lang was there and he talked about the regional variety trials. We're at the uh, Morden Research Station here and that is one of the Metro Pulse and Soybean Growers variety trials that we run for dry beans. It's one of four locations that we have in the province. Um, the classes um, that we grow are um, navies, blacks, pintos, kidneys, crans, and we have some great northerns as well as some yellow beans in this mix as well. And a uh, very nice looking site and even at this time of the year we're seeing some differences between the different uh, varieties. Uh, some varieties have a, a bit more bacterial blight and common blight in there and you can really pick those out right now. So, What are some other things you're looking for in the, in the trials? Well, eventually we want to get yield aid off it. That's one of the key elements of this trial is getting yield aid off of it. But some of the other things we look at as well is we look at disease tolerance, uh, things like bacterial blight and white mold uh, uh, susceptibility. Um, we also look for other things as, such as any root rot issues. Typically these sites are pretty good, but if you do see something in the trial that is of concern, then we can uh, identify that early. Uh, these trials are regional trials, so this is what the grower get, gets to see. And the data that is provided off this trial actually gets used as supplemental data when it comes to registering new varieties as well. Um, typically co-op data or, uh, is used as their main source, but uh, regional data can be used as uh, extra support to help get a variety registered. How, are, how is the uh, bean crop looking across the province? Well, it's good and bad and ugly, right? You know, we, we had a, a bit of a delay this year with uh, the spring that we had. So we didn't get as many acres in as what uh, we were, you know, I guess, initially thinking. But we're somewhere going to be around 100,000 acres, I think, when we're all said and done. And uh, But overall, there's some really nice-looking bean crops and fairly clean for the most part. The weed control, uh, the spring weed control, when you do the pre-plant uh, application of products, uh, has worked very well. Those things like edge and then... Um, and has worked really well and then growers have been able to get in and control those weeds early so for the most part uh, the fields that didn't get excess moisture uh, are looking pretty good and the fields that did get excess moisture well you know they're 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 struggling there there's some areas that got you know four to six inches of rain in a very short period of time uh, close to the Altona area actually it wasn't a very big area but uh, it was enough that uh, some of those fields are, are uh, partially gone so this information that gets put together um, uh, for growers that are looking for this data in the fall, you can pick up a copy of Seed Manitoba or the Manitoba Pulse and Soybean Variety Guide, and that's what this information, uh, how it will be posted in the future. That was Dennis Lang, Pulse Specialist with Manitoba Agriculture. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. The president of Keystone Agricultural Producers is encouraged by a federal-provincial partnership that will see up to $147.6 million invested into the Arctic Gateway Group, which owns and operates the Hudson Bay Railway. Bill Campbell. Encouraging to see the provincial and federal governments working together to ensure critical infrastructure. We need all the options that are available to us as far as agriculture to ensure that our products are deliverable to export markets. Campbell says recently there has been limited use of that railway, adding this week's announcement should help with that. 
Manitoba Pulse and Soybean Growers held a dry bean tour this week at AAFC's Research Centre in Morden. Provincial Pulse Specialist Dennis Lang talked about the regional variety trials. Eventually we want to get yield data off of it. That's one of the key elements of this trial is getting yield data off of it. But some of the other things we look at as well is we look at disease tolerance, uh, things like bacterial blight and white mold susceptibility. We also look for other things as, such as any root rot issues. Typically these sites are pretty good, but if you do see something in the trial that is of concern, then we can identify that early. The Morden site is one of four locations running trials on dry beans. And Saskatoon-based fertilizer giant Nutrien says it raked in record high profits of $5 billion in the first half of the year as crop input prices soar to multi-year highs. Nutrien says that includes a 224% increase in second quarter net profits to $3.6 billion. The largest fertilizer producer in the world says the gain came as the war in Ukraine destabilized agriculture markets and heightened global food security fears. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Friday, August 5th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll hear from Keystone Agricultural Producers President Bill Campbell. The president of Keystone Agricultural Producers is encouraged by a federal-provincial partnership that will see up to $147.6 million invested into the Arctic Gateway Group, which owns and operates the Hudson Bay Railway. Here's Bill Campbell. You know, I think initially it's uh, encouraging to see the provincial and federal governments uh, working together uh, to ensure critical infrastructure. Um, we need all the options that are available to us as far as agriculture to ensure that um, our products are deliverable to export markets. Uh, uh, there has been limited use of that particular railway in the last uh, little while, but that's, uh, this investment should help ensure that the agricultural products from northern Manitoba and Saskatchewan have a uh, efficient, effective way uh, to deliver their products to marketplace. Do you know um, you know how much grain is shipped through that uh, the port of uh, Churchill there? Well, I think it's like I say, it's been very limited because right. of the the railway, and uh, I know that there had been some products uh, initially when it was taken over uh, by this group, but uh, there has been. Uh, very limited uh, lately uh, in so much as the infrastructure. And this investment uh, will help uh, provide uh, that assurance that it will be maintained and uh, become an effective corridor uh, to the north. We saw, um, you know, CN released its uh, grain plan here this week, but um, how, has, uh, how has grain been moving, you know, across the prairies? Well, I think that, for the most part, it has been uh, moving relatively effective, and there's been uh, marketing, you know, throughout the year because of the the higher commodity prices um, uh, from Christmas time on. Uh, but we also need to understand that there was uh, very limited production last year, so there has not been that strain on the transportation system. Uh, when we look at some of the uh, problems that happened on the West Coast with the flooding and some of those parts when there was downtime in the railway system, uh, we were able to cope with that because of our uh, limited production. And, uh, um, you know, there still are some production challenges in Western Canada, uh, but I would 
hope that we have uh, more production this year than last year. And so we may test uh, the uh, transportation system and the export system uh, a little more this year than last year. From uh, what I've seen, you know, crops are looking looking good in this area. What what have you been hearing, um, you know, uh, across the province? Well, I, I've had an opportunity to do a, a bit of traveling, and uh, I would suggest that they are are quite variable. And uh, certain areas have had um, some real weather challenges and some initial uh, drowned out areas that that will not produce, but. Um, there are some areas where the crops are very good. I, I think that there's potential on some fields or some areas to, to have some really good yields. But as we uh, look at the province as a whole, uh, it's going to be hard to estimate until we get those final figures in the crop in the bin. But uh, I'm encouraged that it will be, like I suggested, better than last year. Uh, uh, will we hit? Uh, record levels? I, I don't believe so, but I think everybody has a good field and a bad field or a good a good variety or a good uh, crop within, you know, his canola might be good, but his cereals may be a bit more challenged. And uh, just with the challenges that we had in spring and seeding time, uh, you know, I think that's reflective uh, of, of our crop conditions at this time. That was Bill Campbell president of Keystone Agricultural Producers in Manitoba. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. The series Global Seeds Insight Tour takes place next week with stops in Winkler, Beaujager, Begit, and Oak River. RSVP to C. Unger at seriesglobalseeds.com. The Roland 4-H Museum is open throughout the month of August. The hours are 1 to 4 p.m. The Cultivate Sustainability Conference and Trade Show takes place September 7th at the RBC Convention Centre in Winnipeg. Register at foodbeveragesmb.ca. And looking ahead, Manitoba Forage and Grassland Association hosts the 5th Annual Regen Egg Conference November 14th and 15th in Brandon. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Friday afternoon. The series Global Seeds Insight Tour takes place at a number of stops across the province next week. I got the details from Director of Sales and Marketing, Daniel Acuna. We have the series Global Seeds Insight Tour coming along again for the 2022 season. Registration starts at 8 a.m. and tour starts at 8.30 with lunch uh, starting at noon provided. We're going to have four dates. August 9th, we'll be in Winkler. August 10th, we'll be at Delmar Bossier. August 11th, we'll be at Bagot. And then August 12th, we'll be at Oak River. So a lot of the topics that uh, are new and exciting for us this year is a lot of our new, brand-new corn and soybean varieties and hybrids new to the marketplace this year. Different agronomy trials that we're going to be looking at as well and what uh, what's really neat and what distinguishes us a lot is with our parent company series global ag we actually have ryan long henry our uh, our futures trader he'll be coming in again and giving in an overall market outlook we have brand new uh, food grade soybean varieties as well into the marketplace our friends over at fmc corp are going to be talking about pigweed identification and control strategies in soybeans we're going to have the precision planting seminar folks there as well offering their insights on what they're seeing earlier on for uh, for needs in planting season. And then our specialty crops as well will be there. 
And we're going to be talking about our Georgia Mills uh, site and our discussion revolving about how we are the Manitoba's premium soybean crush facility. So a lot uh, entailing into the uh, into the days leading up to those. So it's going to be a jam-packed day, and we look forward to seeing everybody there. We are going to be raffling off uh, some hockey tickets at each game, and uh, we're we're looking at uh, RSVPing by August 6th, please, to see Unger at seriesglobalseeds.com. That's seeunger at seriesglobalseeds.com. And each of the uh, each of the four days, that'll uh, that'll have the same format then. Absolutely, yep. all four days will be the same format. Catches at closest location, and we look forward to hosting you. And uh, you know, how are the how are the trials looking? Um, you know, how are the crops doing there? It's our best looking plot that we've ever seen. That's included from Winkler to Baggett. We've never seen the crop look this <laughs> this good, and we're so proud to host everyone and showcase that because. Previous years, we've had drought uh, situations taking down some of our crop, but this year we're in full full force here, just showcasing the true genetic potential with the rain and with everything that we've been thrown at this year. So it looks fantastic. Everybody should come and look at it. All right. And again, uh, RSVP by August 6th to see uh, Unger at uh, seriesglobalseeds.com. Uh, anything else to add here, uh, Daniel? Or? Our, our full focus on bringing these tours to everyone that's our dealer partners and also our grower customers, is to showcase our insight with all of our perspective topics that we like to include. We're, we pride ourselves on the service and the agronomy and just our overall attitude towards the agriculture industry, and we want to be the experts to show you and uh, what we can see in the future and what's new coming up, and that's what we partnered with with these companies such as LMS Ag Equipment and also FMC and Precision Planting to showcase what's new and innovative coming to the the agriculture sector. That was Daniel Acuna. He's the Director of Sales and Marketing for Series Global Seeds, talking about next week's Insight Tour. Another look at what's happening in the market heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada's Research and Development Centre in Morden hosted a dry bean tour this week. Provincial Pulse Specialist Dennis Lang talked about the regional variety trials. These trials are regional trials, so this is what the grower gets to see. And the data that is provided off this trial actually gets used as supplemental data when it comes to registering new varieties as well. Typically co-op data or uh, is used as their main source, but uh, regional data can be used as uh, extra support to help get a variety registered. The Morden site is one of four locations running trials in dry beans. And it was announced this week that the Arctic Gateway Group will be receiving up to $147.6 million through a federal-provincial partnership. Arctic Gateway Group, which owns and operates the Hudson Bay Railway, is a partnership between 41 First Nation and Bayline communities. Keystone Agricultural Producers President Bill Campbell was encouraged by the announcement. There has been limited use of that particular railway in the last uh, little while, but this investment should help ensure that the agricultural products from northern Manitoba and Saskatchewan have a efficient, effective way to deliver their products to marketplace. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on Monday's show, We'll take a look at CN Rail's 2022-23 grain plan. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. 
Hope you can join us back here on Monday starting at 12 noon.